welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Olson, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I am joined by my very good friends. First of all, we have Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and we also have Anthony Amato, who we like to call Shimato. Boys, I'm fired up to be talking some secret invasion with y'all. This is episode number three. Um, but before we get into the episode, how you two doing? Yeah, man, great, great. Uh, I've been enjoying having good Marvel content. That's been yeah. great. Mm. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's been uh, some solid stuff coming out, and there's some random things coming out about trickling out about different movies and things like that coming yeah. out. Summer's Hold your horses. Summer's been fun, man. Yes, yeah. it has been fun. A lot of good movies. Yeah, we got a busy couple weeks. Yeah. So we've got three more weeks of Secret Invasion. Yep. And then in the next two weeks, we are reviewing... Just, just just some business here for all of our faithful followers. Um, the next few weeks, we have some other special reviews. We are v- reviewing the, the new Mission Impossible movie next week. Yep. So be on the lookout for that. What's it called again? Dead, Dead Reckoning. Reckoning Part it's, 1. It's holding at a 99% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, right which now. is a pretty darn good score. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. And then uh, the week following that, we will have uh, our review of Oppenheimer. Mm. Yes. So yes. We, um, <clears throat> again, along with reviews of Secret Invasion. So... Extra caffeine the next few weeks, boys. Yep. Probably get some Taco Bell. It sounds oh, perfect. Grab sounds a Baja Blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're gonna um, we're gonna have a couple busy weeks ahead of us. Really excited about it. But big thanks to all of our listeners, everyone who's tuning in. We want to remind you guys to please subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. Leaving us a review helps us out tremendously. And also, the best thing you could probably do outside of leaving us a nice five star review would be sharing this podcast with some of your friends. Okay. Uh, if you are nervous. That one of your friends might be a scroll. <laughs> one thing you can do to find out is just kind of lure them in with this podcast. Send them a p- this uh, this link to this episode and see what they say. If you got any friends who are Marvel fans, um, yeah, that would be a great way to help us out. So, out of the three of us, who do you think would be the scroll? Motto. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> easy, easy answer. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> <Good and> hesitate. <laughs> I was going the same way. Don't worry. Sounds like something a scroll would say. <laughs> Fair, yeah, fair. Yep, true. Okay, um, that's all the business. Here's your spoiler warning for episode number three, which was called Betrayed. Betrayal. Betrayed. No, it's Betrayed. Oh, it is Betrayed? Okay. Man, okay. I, I spend so much time trying to get yeah, these I'm right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then my you're going to throw my that bad. out of me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Betrayed. Um, yeah, yes. Betrayed. Uh, but yeah, there's your spoiler warning, so you've now been warned. Boys, this was another good episode. It was shorter. Yep. Yes. Um, but that's okay, because I've got two weeks of like more than 50 so I can handle an episode of 44. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're averaging out about like 53 yeah, right now. Fantastic. That's pretty good. Fantastic. Thank so. you. Thank you, Kevin Feige. So, <laughs> but yeah, what y'all think of episode three? Yeah, I thought it was another solid episode, man. I was um, I was in. like the, They did a lot more um, uh, like story development going on here, especially with um, Gaia's character. She actually, yes. You actually got to see which side she was on, that kind of thing, right? Because yes. she played the back and true, forth game. True, true. We were... Yeah, last yeah. week we were saying that. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, that 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 outcome there was a little shocking to me. But we'll get there. We're, yeah. We'll dive a little yeah. deeper. Uh, um, Pin that. Yeah, we'll mm. definitely. Yeah. But yeah, enjoyed it. I would say so far, um, what I for the series, it seems like there's been this. There's been this huge push by Gravix Group, and I feel like this episode was the beginning of Fury pushing back. Like it, it's like a wave. Like he got hit by this enormous wave, and then he was starting to push back in his own right. That's kind of how it felt like this episode was. Was yeah. him, like, he got knocked off his feet for the first couple episodes, and then he's getting up, and he's pushing back, and he's starting to try to push <clears> the <throat> narrative more towards the direction that he was wanting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, let me think. Let me think. I love the interaction of Talos. Yes. Throughout this whole episode. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, y'all. I got like a frog in my throat or something. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, Talos still the show. Well, Tal- yeah, Talos out of the, all three episodes is still. Ben Mendelsohn is putting on a great performance yeah, right now. Yeah, um, absolutely. A lot of raw emotion and, going on. And I just yeah, like the the acting quality mm-hmm. in yeah. this show, like <clears throat> wh- whether you. You know, there might be some people who are questioning motives or things like that or something, but like the quality of the acting has been just incredible. Yeah, I mean, there's two scenes in mind for Ben Mendelsohn in this episode alone that you can point to as like, wow, this guy really killed it, right? It's when he's having breakfast in the in the bar. Yeah, um, when talking to Nick Fury. Oh, it was fantastic. And it it yeah. was great. The whole entire scene, he's like, oh, just. His demeanor with Nick Fury, right? He's like kind of standoffish, right? Like, oh, you need my help again? I need to say it, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. But then the other scene is when they're driving in the car on their way to the dude's house. Yep. And they're having that playful banter back and forth. And right? he gets kind of serious. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets serious. He flips a switch. Like, those two moments right there, like, Ben Mendelsohn just goes off. Yes. Man, he did a phenomenal job. Yeah, I think he's he's been doing an elite job. And I feel like he his character right now, with he is having this huge... He, he's like this person who's having both sides um, are be he's trying to pull up both sides and help everyone survive, but everyone seems to be wanting to pull themselves towards destruction. That's kind of how I'm getting the feeling. Is like he's like he's trying to get the scrolls to understand that they need to be that yes, movement in their society is a good thing, but they need to not be creating war. In their own in their own right, yeah. so he's trying to keep them a peaceful people, but he's also he has these humans on the other side mm. who he's trying to protect and help them out too, but not have them destroy themselves or the scrolls in its own right. So I feel like he's he, he's split between two worlds that are currently kind of diametrically opposed. Yeah, yeah. And then the other scene that was amazing with him, I mean, they've all been great with with um, Talos, but when he has the parlay with um, Ooh, yes. with Gravik, yes, yes. yes. You know, <clears throat> part of me was actually his acting performance wasn't bad there, but I was I was wanting a little more. He was so serious. Yeah. When yeah. you know Gravik's this relaxed villain, you know, yeah. and almost wish like Talos could have made some comments about like you know you're still a child or something like that. Like <laughs> yeah. I wish he could have laughed at him a little mm. bit. You know, well, I guess you're young I guess and you know so little or something like that. Yeah. Well, something. I guess it kind of stayed within his character though because like his his daughter's kind of like in in, in the, balance. the mix here. Yeah. Like, and so he's you got it. when you're a dad. You he gave him a yeah, warning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he did. You're right. And then he still <laughs> said another comment about Gaia. Yeah. And then he looked Gravik looked legit humiliated. Yeah. Well, like, I mean he got stabbed, right? Yeah, game. he got stabbed and he actually looked a little scared. And that's the first time that I've felt that he looked a little shaky mm. in this whole series. In, in in terms of him not feeling totally in control. And then he immediately gains his composure and pulls his hand out from the knife. And yes. The extremist. killed himself. Yeah. Yes. yes. That, right. was, that was a big reveal there with that. And I told you guys off the pod that I had this like kind of off-the-wall theory. All right. I'm um, ready for it. Okay, getting it so, now? We're getting it now? Yeah. Might I'll bring it out now because it's, well. re- it's related it. to this scene. Okay. That's why. Uh, that's why I thought that it would be a good idea to bring this out. Let's do it. So, so they show all these... Like his show of power is like all these people morphing into who he is is Gravik. Yeah. Like, what if Gravik isn't a single person? Like, what if he's more of an idea in the sense of, and there's a group of people who are representing like the idea of what Gravik really is. Um, 
and he isn't I know we saw the flashback, but maybe it isn't as like linear of a timeline for okay. what Gravik is. Okay. Uh, and he's more of kind of like this idea of the I feel like I'm listening to a Reddit post right now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it just it kind of hit me a little bit when the, you see all these graphics appear, mm. and I understand that they probably part of what they were also trying to do is for him to show. It was basically him showing like, oh, he's flexing. Yes, he's flexing. But it also kind of reveals the idea of okay, well, if they can all like be graphic, then who's to say that the graphic that is In front forward is like really gravic you know so it, in what you're saying is gravic is the mascot for the scrolls cause is that what you're saying of a part of the scroll mm. uh the extreme the extreme part of the scroll mm. identity yes okay hmm. but they have to have they, they want a singular identity to rally around. like be the face yes right? yeah interesting um See, I, this is I, why I'm, Shimada's a good writer, Right, man. he is, yeah, absolutely. I hear what you're saying. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. You don't like it, or you don't think it's happening? I don't, well, okay, okay, let me rephrase that. I like I, it. Okay, I'll rephrase that. Okay, I like it, but I don't want it to happen. Um, it, it's a very creative idea, for sure, but I think <laughs> having that character as a singular character, for me, like... Adds way more to his villainy, right? Yeah, especially like, his in viability a, yeah, as because if yes. it's d- several different people being him and yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. equally as like badass, like then that's that's saying something to uh, the scrolls in general, right? But I'd rather it be more menacing as one individual person than multiple yep. people, that kind of thing. Yeah, fun theory, probably not happening, but mm-hmm. I I really just, admire the game you got there, man. It was just yeah. an idea that I had because I was like, well, you don't really see them. Switch into other scrolls all that all that much. You don't. So it was kind yeah. of like this idea of. Well, you see Talos do the woman. He changed the woman last week. Yeah, the woman to the himself. And Gaia turned into that old man. Yeah. Oh yeah. On yeah, the yeah. street. Let me tell you this though. When okay. Gravik was in the car with Gaia on the I know way, exactly where you're going, and it meet, pisses me off. Oh yeah, 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 it pisses me off completely. Yeah. Uh, when he's like openly talking on the phone about the yeah the, Neptune. Uh, yeah, I was like, dude, it's a trap. It's a trap, Gaia. Like, I literally like nudge my wife. I said, this is a test. Yeah, this is 100 percent a test. Now and I will say though, she failed miserably. No, well, uh, did see, she though? Because here's the thing, I, it's clearly a test. But she all like if she doesn't report that. Mm-hmm. There's a good chance World War III is going to start. True. Yeah. However, it right? clearly didn't matter if he, she stopped it or not to Gravik because their their plans are still in play. I know, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like the Captain America thing where it's, it's like you just yes. got to save. They stopped World War III, yeah. but just only for to delay World War III. I know. That's what it I was. get it. And I'm, yeah. and I'm totally with you because yeah. I called it out. To, it was... I wish it wasn't so obvious. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. my thing where it's like, that just felt so yeah. obvious. And uh, let's, I mean, let's talk about Gaia. Let's talk about Gaia's right, her yeah, fate. Let's talk about, let's talk about yeah. this. Okay. So what if it had been, if they had ended up enhancing, we find out that she had like somehow gotten advanced hearing and she had overheard like a conversation from, what if they had been like in a secret room and she had overheard that conversation and that's how she ended up uh, like passing over the information. Would yeah, that have been like that would have been if she yeah that that would have been a lot cooler. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do agree with what you know you guys are saying about like oh she technically failed the test, but she also saved a yeah. bunch of diplomats in that and the and the case as well. Well, yeah, and then the world from fighting each other for yes. sure. But yeah. uh, here's the thing. All right, Amelia Clark. I'd said <laughs> I think last week or week before she's so too big of an actor to like to, she's gonna be a player, yeah. and then they wipe her out this episode. Question here is: Is she actually wiped Did out? Did they though? 
I mean, that's the thing, right? So when a scroll either dies or gets something cut off, we see that it changed back to their scroll form. Yes. True. Which we see her turn back to a scroll form, but did she know that? And which would be a very smart thing to do and if you're she, faking she, yeah, your death. And she right? chose to turn back into a scroll, that kind yeah. of thing, right? I, I was thinking about that. Is like, did she turn yeah. into a scroll? Or to tell you the truth, mm-hmm. we don't really know what scrolls... We can't really differentiate right. between one scroll and another scroll. And I don't think... Gravik didn't really like. Was he, it somebody? Another scroll with a was it another Clark's scroll that, that you know maybe was mm. you know some something along those lines. Maybe there's a small group mm-hmm. of independent scrolls that are inside the organization yeah. mm. that they're. Well, that by they're the end of this episode, about. I was like, I don't know who's a scroll, who's not a scroll. Like, so that's. <laughs> I mean, I think it's more likely that she either faked her death mm-hmm. or somehow she survives. Yeah, well, like, mm-hmm. what if she also has some sort of power? Because yeah. she went in that room. She did. It's possible. Well, yeah. That, yeah, that thing went off while she was standing there. And uh, when they were testing the machine. Yeah, that's true, and right? she got yeah. hit with some light. Maybe. So maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's... maybe but, that, that would be an interesting, like, reveal if, like, she didn't even know she had that. And yeah. she's yeah. just, like... She, like, wakes back up, and she's mm-hmm. like, oh... And she's, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh... Snap. But I will say this. It's a six-episode series where you are at the halfway mark... And yes. Amelia Clark is a big pole, right? She's a big pole. Right. Well, I mean, if you kill her off in episode three, you don't have to pair them that much, right? Like, you only pair True. through three episodes instead of six, right? Yeah. So maybe they just wanted her to lure fans in, maybe. I don't know. I would be shocked if she's, if she's dead. Yeah. I mean, although to tell you the truth, then they I mean, I don't Mar- think she... Maria. Then they kill Maria, and they yeah, don't bring but, her but back, she's man. been around for a decade. Well, you say that, but she's all together and screen time. The, the she's star, maybe star, 30 minutes. But, but yeah, the star quality of mm-hmm. one is... Yeah. I, the funny thing is, is like she gets killed. She's laying there, and I was like, "They killed, they killed her in three episodes. They've been doing that for eight seasons in Game of Thrones, and they couldn't kill her." Like, like yeah. I was like, "Come <laughs> on, man, you can't uh, do this in three episodes." Now, now what would be interesting <laughs> is if this is like the, her catalyst to like, okay, maybe this was just the end of her run as a double spy, mm-hmm. and they just kind of wanted to have like a definitive like, okay, this is the end. She's going to potentially have a little bit of regenerative abilities, potentially. And, oh, well, um, either that or maybe um, maybe the the one black scroll that she they've been, like, initiating. Maybe he's going to see her recruit, yeah. laying there and be, like, start questioning his loyalties and all this as well. Yeah. You know, maybe he'll come back so and be like, okay, help all, her. All the recover. cards on the table here, like, are you guys, are you, you betting that she's alive or she's dead? What, do you, what are you wagering? What am I wagering? Yeah. I'm telling you, there's no chance she's dead. Okay. You? Like, I'm Come thinking on. of putting something on it for real here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think she's still room. alive. Although, I would love to see, like, especially after what we saw in this episode between Ben Mendelsohn and Gravik, I would love to see just like a no holds bar, just like beat down between him and Gravik now. Like, just after yeah. her death, he just like sure. just rage, goes rage, wild. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's still alive. I'm calling in here, too. She's got to yeah. be. Yeah. Got to be. Mm. Yeah. So. Interesting. But, um, but yeah, I think, um, I think for sure she's still alive. And, I mean, she had, I mean, she had to do what she had to do, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that, <laughs> the way she did it, like, he's like, I need the number. I need the, the code now. And then she, like, frantically, like, went around beating people up and got yeah, the code. Yeah. Which. Yeah. I mean, she knew she was going to. Get her cover's blown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think at that point she knew that she was broke. 
But I, I think do she's think so hopeful was, she would get out though. I do think it was a it was a little like anticlimactic in the way that she like she sees this truck coming at her, and then she like falls off her bike. Oh, and I get that she was she didn't necessarily see it. It all happened like bang bang. Like she was driving, lights turn on, and then she, like the that's kind of scared her a little bit. Yeah. She fell down like that yeah. kind of thing. Or she could have stayed on and like veered away and kept driving. But, but I felt like the I felt like the way that she did it was she like went down and she was like oh, and then she got back up and like dropped out of like escape mode and mm. was like more like oh i'm just gonna interact with these people mode and i think at that yeah, moment she has to be more like the downfall i need to get out of here yeah, like yeah. it doesn't matter who's in that truck i need to go i will tell you this though right gravic as a villain i don't know if people are hating on him i i uh, that's crazy because the fact that he was just able to just pull the trigger that easily like yes. he didn't even finish they didn't even finish their conversation like, no. he didn't even get all the details. He was just like, you know what? I'm done talking to you. Yeah. Boom. Shoots her right in the freaking chest. Yes. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't make any sense. I love Gravik as a villain. Yeah. Well, that's a good segue. Because <laughs> I got a special segment for you guys that you're going to love. Yeah. What is it? We've got a special a special segment of... Drumroll, please. It's a Marvel series, so... Here we go. Yeah. Ryan's Rants hey, returning hey, to the podcast. Let's our boy, go. Our boy Ryan, friend of the pod, um, occasional contributor. Mm-hmm. That's um, right. He has... I've seen the roller coaster. I've seen the, the highs and lows. He was, he was, like, so fired up in episode one. A little more reserved about his feelings in episode two. And then in episode three, you know, I'm not saying he's done, but he's uh, graphics lost him. Oh my god! So what do you th- so he- what do you think it could be? What- it was the scene where they're looking at the painting. <laughs> was that it? Uh, no, no, okay. it wasn't. Right. It. Was the line I like to have a little sh- express with my sugar? Because uh. <laughs> that was the line that I was like, a little cringe. Oh, yeah. that's so stupid! It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's like every. Every dad joke, or every dad, you know, would say yeah, something like oh that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so here's what he said: Episode one, Gravik. I'm mad that Fury. This is like get, get, Ryan is saying this. He's like, he's saying that this is essentially Gravik's motivate. He's all. He's really upset about the motivation mm. and the the reason behind Gravik. I don't think he's critical of the actor's performance or his his. Um, Charisma, right? I think he's just more frustrated with the, the motive. Okay, so he says in episode one, Gravik's like, "I'm mad that Fury hasn't upheld his end of the deal, so I'm taking matters into my own hands," and I think that's that's fair. That's I would, it's good commentary on episode one. I mean, I feel like I'm okay with that motive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He says in episode two, I like dogs more than humans because dogs don't put each other. In cages listen, and murder each other, listen. but I want war. That was just an analogy. That was just <laughs> that was just him painting a picture. Like that was he's looking too far into that man. He says, okay. "Episode three, <laughs> I'm murdering every human being on the planet, and scrolls that don't listen to me." He did say, "I'm inviting you to the extinction of the human race." He did say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, my my wife made a comment. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Why, why Earth?" Mm-hmm. And like. Why, why is it such a big deal? And I think he views the humans as vulnerable, and he's personally jaded with Fury. Yeah. And, and although Fury isn't some emperor, he's not some king of Earth, like a lot of aliens, I think, in the, in the Marvel world, they view planets as like there's Commodities. some leaders. Yeah. yeah, like there's an emperor, there's a king, there's a ruler, 
And and yeah, he's been around on Earth long enough to know that that's not the case on Earth. But it's still like Fury has represented the the protection of the planet for yeah. so long. Right. Where he's mad at Fury, and that's I think that's his motive. Okay, so a couple of, couple of points. Number one, Earth, why Earth? Biggest reasons are A, he's familiar with Earth. And B, if he really is mad at Fury, what better way than to take over the place that is Fury's the birthplace yeah. of, of, of Fury's home? You also don't know how much scroll, um, how much does, do, does, uh, do the scrolls have the ability to travel, to space travel at the moment with the, with the, Technology, um, technology that is currently at their hands. So there's all all those facts. Yeah, I guess so. Well, they've in, infiltrated like multiple levels yeah, of government, and, and a I total like they, and like a million of them just showed uh, up. So. But how much ability does the human race have to travel? Well, clearly, so that doesn't really clearly saber and sword exist. Like that's a that's a thing. So I think it's more like why Earth? It's probably because. It's 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 Earth. Yeah. <laughs> so the story means something to us. And then you throw in <laughs> you throw in the idea of uh, I, I think he very much doesn't believe that humans and scrolls can coexist. Yeah. Um. So if they're going, to, if someone's going to have the planet, he's like, why not us? Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. is, is his Good like point. idea? Like, well, I, here's the thing. Like they. They made it look like in a couple flashback scenes in the in the series so far that they went out looking for places to live. Yes. And then they came back in I don't know what year they said, but they came back and they brought Gravik saying that he escaped that kind of thing right by himself. Yeah. I mean, maybe in that short time, like Gravik was like, There is no other hope out here and they're bringing me back to Earth and it's sustainable and we could make it happen. Like maybe that's why Earth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean Either, either way, like I think I get his motive. I really do. Um, I mean, I'm I'm buying into his and, motive, and, and I think it's kind yeah. of like this idea of, like, e- e- even you were talking about like the painting scene and the way that he's talking about it and the warrior mentality that he's going mm-hmm. at. Well, in that sense, you're gonna go after who's here. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're not gonna worry about fighting somebody off some some far off mm-hmm. world when there isn't what he believes to be an enemy here. Yeah. He can take this land. Why fight for land out there mm-hmm. when there's land that I can fight for right here? And I really do love that painting scene just because... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, just because he's like... the That was like the people behind the scenes pulling the strings. And what he's trying to do is... He thinks Fury's one of those people on the painting. Yeah, that's what he yes. was... Yes, that's what yeah. he's alluding to. I think, I think he, he didn't thinks, fulfill his promise. That's why. I think he I think he thinks uh, Talos is... It, Talos is as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's how he sees it. And I think it's also interesting because you're getting to see some things behind him about how he thinks about himself mm-hmm. and how he thinks how other things are. And there's a, there's a argument to be made that Gravik is one of those people in the painting as well. He's pulling the lines to ask other people to die for his cause. But he's also the one going in there himself and extracting out his people who were kidnapped and, and compromised. And he's yeah. getting his hands dirty. So he is getting his hands dirty, but... He is kind of, he, he's very much as well asking Listen, other people he was to. In the, he was in the field in episode one and killed Maria Hill. He was in the interrogation room to free his friend. Like, he's in he's in the trenches, dude. Yeah, like, for he, sure. He's leading like, from I don't the front. think, I, I mean, maybe you can interpret it that he's one of the people who are. But he is also very there. much 
asking other scrolls to die for his cause. But that's only because it, he wouldn't ask them to do something he wasn't willing to do himself. Yeah, but I don't get the sense he's asking scrolls to die for his cause while he's like a few blocks down the road in some command center. I mean, yes, but I'm just saying, like, he, I think he's closer to being one of those people in the painting that, that he's he willing to admit. Um, I mean, he even had, I mean, he literally had one of his own scrolls purposefully captured in the opening scene in the in the opening episode um because if you remember the russians yeah, again he's yeah, like he, i'm american i'm american yes like he, that was that purpose. guy who yeah. purposely that was his job to get caught yeah um the people who were getting ready to blow the airplane out of the sky that guy that scroll is most likely going to get caught well when you're trying he's, to start a rebellion like these things are necessary to light that fuse yes right like but, i mean but i think you gotta he, think deeper than that like you gotta really dig dig into that like his Yes, he's getting other people to do it, but he still has a plan that he sees 10 steps ahead, but he needs these other things to get there because he's going to be fully involved when he gets mm-hmm. to step 10. Fire rises, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yes. I, yes. I mean, you are right. He is more hands-on, mm-hmm. but I think he's closer to that painting than he's willing to admit. Mm. Okay. All That's right. fair. That's yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I still think, like... Um, I'm impressed with Gravik still. I, I love too. the character. Yes, I do too. Um, I think he's a strong villain. Sorry, Ryan. I, th- I disagree to some extent. I think uh, I, yeah. love, I love that. And dog I don't think and he's just like going crazy. Yeah. he's not. It's like it's not like he's just like going crazy, killing. Like he let the lady scroll and the council leave. Mm-hmm. Like he let Talos leave. Like what's yeah. stopping yeah. him from just killing, killing Talos everybody. when he has twenty people in the room? He let. Yeah. I mean, even though he, I mean, no, no, it's a parlay. Obviously, but had uh, other uh, motives for it, but he let Nick Fury live. Countless mm-hmm. times. That's yes. true. Yeah, he stared, yeah. he stared him down. Like, yeah. I think there's a pride element for sure, I think, mm. with Fury. I feel like he just wants... One, one up him. Like, wants to one up him. I, I think he wants, he to wants extract... Nick Fury to watch the world burn. Correct. Well, they yes. even mentioned that like Nick Fury has been known for being that guy who's two steps ahead, right? Like, yeah. But, and Gravik is taking pride in the fact that he is way ahead of Nick yes. Fury right now. I, I think, speaking of Fury, we need to talk about Fury. Well, yeah, we, I don't think we talked about him the whole yeah. time yet. Yeah, we, we haven't yet, really. Um, what is up with Fury? Yeah, I mean, I think this goes back to kind of like last week. Like, he's he's definitely off. There's something off about him. Yeah. And, I mean, is that because, like, his tormented mind of being blipped and not being able to, to do anything or it's the fact that he's not actually Nick Fury. He's actually a scroll. Like, I don't know. All right. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so, are you guys, do you think this is the real Nick Fury? I think it is. Yeah. Me I'm, too. Yeah, I think it yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. I don't think they would do a whole show. I don't think so either. Um, I don't know. It's out there though, man. Yeah. It's, people are buying into that. Well, hardcore. dude, I'm telling you, there's something with the glasses, man. There's scenes where he's yes. wearing the glasses. Yes, there is. There's yes. scenes where he's not, and the scenes when he's like being curious, he's wearing them mm. as if those glasses might give him some sort of ability to pick up, like if like it's a lie detector glasses mm. or something, yeah. which would be pretty. That crazy. would be pretty cool yeah. if it was like you could read people's heart. Rates and yes. you know blood pressure and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And who made the glasses? We'll get to it at the end. But yeah, <laughs> I think that like there's something with the glasses. There really, truly is. Um, but at the same time, he acts so differently when he's wearing the glasses and when he's not that yeah, it, does it does make you wonder. As you think back to Far From Home, Spider-Man: Far From Home, where I remember watching that and being like, Fury seems different. And mm-hmm. sure enough, the whole time he was a scroll. Mm-hmm. It was Talos the whole time. The way he was speaking, 
the, the way he acted, like yeah. he was off. So there's there's some things that seem a little noticeably different when he's wearing the glasses and when he's not. You know, they just need to give him a sandwich and let him cut it. That's what they just need to do. There right. you go. That's right. <laughs> That's the one way, the true That's way it. of finding out. That's what it. He, he said is. that in At. Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they did a callback to where um, when Ben Mendelsohn's character first like interacted with Fury mm-hmm. when Talos first interacted with Fury. He called him great. He said, "Great job, Nicholas." That's right. Yes. that's true. In Captain like, Marvel, mm-hmm. and that happened again. So the guy catches Talos, the guy that's a scroll, who's you know the head of the the UN or sorry the uh, the UK Navy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fairbanks, and he's like, "Sorry, Nick, I've I've got him up here. Had to you know." And so he knew, like it, Fury knew right then, like nobody calls me Nick. Yeah. Even though people have called him Nick, but that's that's besides the point. So. <laughs> I, his close friends, I guess. I yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, I, I think it's more likely that Fury is just playing two different games when he's, you know, as opposed to just there's a, two Furies. It's a strategy. Like he's, yes, he knows what information he wants to get. I think Fury has been humbled. Episode mm-hmm. one was like, again, dude, he ain't the same guy. Yeah, and I think the last two episodes he's had to be a little more calculated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Epi- this episode, episode three, uh, the moment that he goes into the bar to talk to Talos, that's the moment where he's like, "Okay, it's it's I, I've lost a step. I need help. This is it. I'm and he I'm, admitted it. I'm laying it all out here on the table to you. And because he has such a close friendship with him, he that was the moment that that turned everything. And now I feel like yeah. Yeah. Uh, episode four, five, and six, we're gonna see a, a more prepared Nick Fury, a more more towards the Nick Fury that we are are accustomed yeah. to seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, freaking, freaking love Fury, man. Um, okay, how about Fury's wife? Ooh, yeah. Um, we have this sketchy scene <laughs> where they're at breakfast yeah. and the phone rings. She gets a phone call. Yeah. There's that. She he gets- stares at it. Does he grab it? Does he not grab it? Like, see again. Mm-hmm. He, I'm telling you, he was wearing his glasses, and he was staring at the closed phone as if he's able to like see all the information. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. And- um. And then we get her again at the end, uh, going to a safety deposit box. Yeah, yeah. And, Grabs uh, a gun. Yeah, gets a phone call, and it's Rody. It's it clearly is Rody, right? Rody. Like yes, okay. And it's and it's not like it was a surprise on her part to hear no. his voice. It was they've been in contact for exactly. forever. Exactly. And Gravic is the the the. So pol- she says. Yeah. She says, "I want to speak to Gravic, or I want to meet with Gravic." But he says, well, you got me, or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what the conversation was, but it was a short conversation. But we are led to – this is how I'm interpreting it. I'm on your team here. It's how I'm interpreting mm-hmm. it, but then I think we can have <clears> – Excuse <throat> excuse me. Gosh, I can't talk tonight. Um, this is how I'm interpreting it, but then I think we can have a discussion about what's really happening. They're making it seem like Gravik, Rhodey, and – what's her name? Scylla? Uh, Vara? Wasn't it? Vara? No, I don't know. I don't freaking know, man. We don't know any names in this podcast. <laughs> we need to get better. We do. We'd only been, we've been doing this it's for like three fault. plus years. It's y'all's fault. Yeah, I'm I, the host. I don't come prepared. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just, just here to Priscilla. Just here to Priscilla. Okay, there so Scylla. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, I did know. So <sighs> th- we're led to believe that they're all in cahoots and that Rhodey I mean, is probably a scroll. Rhodey's a scroll. Okay. Rhodey, I mean, he has to be, right? First off, we should have been, all been on board with he's a scroll with the fact that he's not wearing that mechanical legs. Like, that's... Like, you don't see that. He's wearing normal clothes, right? Yeah, but I'm not worried about that. Like, because technology, technology changes. can yeah. be true. He could have but, some uh, nanotech in that. The way he, pants. him and Nick Fury were going at each other, like, it, 
I don't feel like Rhodey would turn on his quote unquote friends. Like, yeah, he he turned pretty quick on that, and so I think that was another thing about uh, why he is a scroll. Like, because that interaction with Fury, he completely bashed Fury towards the end, and he I don't know, I just didn't I didn't believe it was Rhodey. So, uh, so he's a scroll. Yeah, it's got to be. It, it has to be. It has now the to question be. is. How long is How this long? <laughs> Which I don't feel like we're going to get this answer. I really don't. Yeah. Well, because here's what the show has established. Mm-hmm. The show has established that for these scrolls, for Gravik's mission, everyone from Fairbanks to the Americans against Russian guy, that they keep those bodies yeah. in, in like the... They're combat. Wherever, yeah, where, Chernobyl. I, think, yeah, I, feel like Chernobyl. It's, I feel like it looks like that. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's basically that. Right. Yes. They, they keep them there. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, however, in Captain Marvel, they can copy anyone. They don't have to hook them up to a machine. Nope. But I think hooking them up to a machine gives them some advantages with their deeper memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're able to play more into the character. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yes. Um, so, the show has established that there could be like Rhodey could be captured and he's in he's at that compound. But mm-hmm. it could also be that he's been a scroll for a long time. Now, if he's been a scroll for a long time, that would just be really interesting because, you know, he's had so many like deeply emotional moments with other members of the Avengers yeah. including Tony. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, like the question is how long? That's the big question that yeah. I feel like I feel like we need to get answered. And am I mistaken? Because I feel like when before the show was released, somebody said that we were going to get what was happening during the blip, right? Didn't I feel like I heard that somewhere? I thought so. I thought I heard that too, but we're 3 episodes in. Maybe maybe it was maybe it was um Daredevil that we're getting that. I can't remember. But you I know what? I think it might be Daredevil. You're right. I, I think it might be Daredevil. Maybe maybe we'll get some flashbacks though, because I mean, again, they've already done multiple flashbacks. So we yeah, can every see, episode. Like, what actually happens? Like maybe, yeah, but they're going back farther than the blip. They're going yeah. to the 90s. But but, but yeah. I'm saying maybe they're working their way up, and we're going to see a moment where like maybe the blip was one of those moments that is. It was a moment where a lot of these scrolls decided to take. Charge. Advantage, yes, yeah. take advantage of the situation and all the confusion, mm-hmm. and they took over a lot of those important positions. Maybe that's when they made those switches. Yeah. Hmm. Gotta be, man. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And I want to know, like, which scrolls got blipped. Yeah. There's going to be a massive reveal of which who which players are, are scrolls and which are not. Like, okay. I feel like we're probably going to get a lot of Avenger reveals on who's All right, Rhodey's a scroll. Yeah. Right, we. I mean, that's, that's what it's leaning towards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Do you think he's been a scroll for a long time, or they've recently captured him, guys? I think it's think? a recent capture because I feel like that emotion in Endgame is so real. Yeah, so hundred percent real. Yeah, I feel like it has to be post Endgame. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't get a lot from him post Endgame except for um, Falcon, Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier, which, which I, th- I think he could have been a scroll there. Yeah. yeah. Think so? He was talking so that that was an emotional scene too. I mean, they're talking about being black men in America and yeah, but symbols. Uh, the the scrolls can uh, they can relate to the, the the discrimination and being a symbol? Like they can relate to that, right? Yeah, like, I guess that's uh, true. It, that emotion can be drawn from their experience as a scroll, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, or yeah. it could have been even after that. Who knows? But yeah, yeah. huh? I don't know. Makes me curious about what's next. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely curious. What's I, next. I will say this: um, Talos made a really good point 
that we haven't mentioned yet, but I thought it was a great line when he's talking to Gravik in the parlay, and he says humans are at their their most formidable when they feel threatened, mm-hmm. and they yep. get behind a, 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 a common cause or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Have they never and seen Independence Day? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, dude. Um, so, anyways, yeah, it's just, it's it's just it's just interesting. I mean, the Avengers have been hinted to. Multiple times now. Like I feel like the last two episodes, we're gonna get somebody to show up. I think we're. I think we really are gonna get some big names here. Really, I do. I find big name. Uh, Chris Evans. I think we're gonna get maybe like a that that level. I feel like we might get even a Jeremy Renner. I feel like we might get um, Chris Evans. Dare I say? I mean, we might get Scarlett Johansson. Maybe I don't know. Like maybe like I know she's dead, quote unquote, right? But what if a scroll is trying to portray her, like that kind of thing? I don't know if that's how possible that is. Yeah, but I'm telling you, it's it's gonna be me, Mark Ruffalo. Like I'm thinking, there's a potential here, man. I mean, I could see. Okay, so like, what if like a version of Scarlett Johansson shows up, and he, he, basically she's just trying to like convince Nick to do something, and you see an arrow just like, and mm. Jeremy Renner, he's like, he's like, and then she switches back into a scroll. The scroll, mm. yes. And especially because it would be it would be really cool for it to be Renner because of the the relationship that they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's like, I knew that wasn't her, or maybe like, or maybe it's <laughs> right. or maybe like it's Scarlett Johansson <sighs> and Yelena comes in and has to finish her off or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're getting any or big Captain games. Marvel. I mean, I feel like the the ties with, with I, Fury are, are pretty deep at this point. I, I could see her name that, has been dropped multiple times. I, I, I could she see that, up, especially to kind of give like direction for where the Marvels or, is going as well. Because I mean, that would be the next big property, right? Would be the Marvels, right? The movie, yeah, yeah. 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 So that this November, and how, yeah, and how easy it would be easy for them to be like, oh, we're gonna real quick, like while you're shooting the Marvels, we're gonna shoot. Yeah, a scene for secret yeah, invasion, or exactly. something like that. You my, know, my big thing is like I just don't want this to end in six episodes. I want this kind of storyline to go a little further. I mean, th- this this right here could potentially be a season two. Like I feel like, well, yeah, and it's like I think of like the the new Captain America movie. It was originally called um, New World Order. Yes. Now it's what a brave, brave new, new world. world. Yeah. Sounds like a freaking Disney song. <laughs> um, but. I've like I've said for a long time that outside of Kang, which now seems like a big question mark, uh, it seems like more of a possibility. Okay, but anyways, yeah. we'll get to that later. But outside of Kang, I've always thought of like the next big threat might not be necessarily a person or a thing or an entity, but more of an idea mm. or you know misinformation, fake news, if you will, mm-hmm. which they've been really leaning into. Yeah, with what they call a f- uh, false flag or something yeah. like that. that yeah. what they call it here in this. Yeah, so, um, that's, that's, actually, that's what it was. It, it, it's usually referred to in like a military term, okay. but it's yeah. becoming more like. Popular Funny thing is, that was actually world. a false flag. Yes, <laughs> yeah. like Correct. it literally was a stage yeah. to make it look like Americans yeah. did it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. Trying to think. I think we're about done. Oh, yeah. we got to finish with our. Oh, you got something? No, no. Go ahead. Got to finish with our weekly segment of <laughs> which um, of why in this episode we believe this leads us to think that an, a character or two or a few from the beloved mm. show Agents of Shield 
uh, will show up for a nice cameo here in Secret Invasion. So we're up three episodes in. Yeah. What are you guys thinking? I think more. Last week I said it was Mac, right? Like I, yeah, I, you said I Mac. Leaning, I think more and more I'm leaning towards Mac here, man. I really am. Oh my God, I would lose Be- it. Well, the, ma- the main reason is because Big, beautiful man. He has nobody, right? Fury has nobody. Uh, currently, yeah. we know Mac is the, the director, right? Why would he not reach out to Shield in general? And the only way to do that is to talk to the director himself. You think? You'd and think. I yeah. feel like Mac is the guy, right? I, it's got to be Mac. Also, Coulson in Shield, right? Mm. Isn't he an LMD technically? Pretty yeah. advanced. Yeah. One? Mm-hmm. Uh, Can a yeah. scroll copy an LMD? Because it's a mean, different. It doesn't have DNA. I feel like yes, maybe. Right. I think it could cover. I think he could. Um, like I think it should really mm. just his face. So like, are we getting Coulson is what you're saying? Coulson seems like the one that would be the the easiest to do because he's been an established character. Right. And he might make the biggest impact. Yes. Because, I mean, yes, you and I and Shimano are a huge Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan. But, like, Mac, what what impression or what impact would Mac make to the fan base? Right? <sighs> yeah, to, to people who don't know him. Right, correct. Right. But, uh... Oh, to us, we'd freaking lose. If it. it is Daisy Johnson, like if it is, actually is Quake, Quake, yeah, then that would also be pretty epic. Uh, <laughs> I will take anybody. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I mean, Fitz, Fitz, and and Gemma. I'll take Deathlock. <laughs> You'll ha. take. I'll take uh, Yo-Yo, dude. I'll take, I'll take Yo-Yo. Yeah. I feel like Both Yo-Yo and Quake, all. Yo-Yo and Quake might be. It's weird because. They're active they, duty, right? Like at the end of the shield, yeah. both Quake and I feel like they might Mac. be too yeah. powerful for the mm-hmm. situation, but it's also like you hold, need something to like well, hold on. They're super scrolls. Yeah, but, but, but I'm also thinking like they drop the line super scroll in this yeah. episode. But they do need to like have something to sort of counter the strength that is being built inside the scroll universe, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe like they maybe they maybe they might be going for that'll be an instant impact like Superhero, you know? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Sadly, I feel like it's probably more likely that it would be like, um, freaking, um, oh my gosh, I feel bad. And I feel so bad not remembering her name. The girl that's going to be in the Marvels, not Captain Marvel. Oh, Kamala Khan? Not Kamala Khan. Oh, that's Rambo. what I'm saying. I, Rambo. Rambo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I'm so sorry. It's been a long week. Monica Rambo. Monica. I feel like yes. it's more likely to be someone like that, which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. But I would really love to see. I, I still think Fitz made him those glasses. If those glasses are doing the things that I'm anticipating that they're doing. Yeah. Dude, you're going to lose it. I know for a fact. If that's revealed. And oh, no. Is, yeah, Fitz yeah. is the Holy Grail. If he shows up, <laughs> the podcast is done, man. Like, I mean, it, it doesn't, doesn't get any better. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds like the end of our review. Um, been a fun pod, boys. I appreciate you guys jumping on here with me. Um, Big shout out to everybody who stuck around and listened to this whole podcast. Um, if for some reason you haven't watched Agents of Shield, uh, now's a good time to remind you that it's a great show to watch. How's that? Also, uh, big thank you to everybody who's uh, continued to tune in. We want to remind you to please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. You can also follow us on social media at Royal Geek Pod on your favorite platform. Uh, please share the podcast with some of your friends. 
Remember that we got three more episodes of Secret Invasion, and like we said at the beginning of the pod, we have a couple big reviews in the next couple weeks for the new Mission Impossible movie and also Oppenheimer. So, hope I'm saying that right. Anyways, with all that in mind, for my good friends Sandy and Shimato, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.